It's the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Here's Rob Carney. The Tuesday, December 7th, 2021 edition of the Heartland at Noon. Brought to you by Heritage Insurance and Purpose Financial. Working together to serve you better. Coming up today, Florian's Nights. You may have heard the commercials on CHAB. It's a hard-hitting, gut-wrenching documentary about firefighters, Canadian and American firefighters, who have formed a motorcycle club called Florian's Nights. It's all about mental health. It's about releasing the stress. It's about dealing with PTSD. It's about coming together to gather strength to move forward. It's a can't-miss film for those who look after us in the emergency services. It's on the big screen at the May Wilson Theater this weekend. And the producer, director of this film, is a gifted filmmaker, but Panyanitsis is from here, a young man with strong family connections in Moose Jaw and Regina. We'll visit with Pan today from his home in Vancouver. Thin ice, careful out there. The local emergency services people putting out the call to be extra careful. And to remind the kids, the ice on the Moose Jaw River isn't thick enough for winter activities just yet. And the ice on Buffalo Pound, still thin in spots although some have been venturing out on foot to do a little ice fishing. We'll talk about the dangers coming up. And Moose Jaw City Council getting together last night as they continue their budget deliberations as well this month. We'll share that story and more on the Heartland at Noon today. You're listening to 800 CHAB Moose Jaw, a Golden West radio station. Now, your Discover Moose Jaw news. Good afternoon, I'm Haley Shirky. There will be no free parking in downtown Moose Jaw this Christmas season. The Moose Jaw and District Chamber of Commerce CEO Rob Clark addressed City Council on October 25th, requesting free two-hour parking downtown from December 21st to 24th. The request, however, was made without consultation from the Downtown Moose Jaw Association. City Council did not want to make a decision without the Downtown Association's input because there have been issues in the past with free parking downtown, so the matter was tabled. The city received an email from Clark on November 19th, respectfully withdrawing the request. No reason was given for withdrawing the request. Certainly we've always emphasized a good mask. That was Dr. David Tor. After almost two years of living with COVID-19, some health officials are saying medical masks do the job better than cloth ones. The problem with a cloth mask is that you just don't have an assurance of the quality of the cloth mask. Uh, I mean, some people even put bandanas around their face, which are, you know, can be very thin and, and really more of a, um, a false protection. Tor says if you are using cloth masks, to make sure they fit snug on your face, have three-layer protection, and wear it properly over your nose and mouth to get the best results. Tourism Moostra has brought back their annual Twinkle Tour map, and there's still time to be added. If you're happy with what you've got out there, we want to see it. If you're proud of it, let's share it. Executive Director Jackie LaRue Mason says you can submit your addresses until December 23rd with revised lists dropping every Friday through the month. I can't think of anything much more fun than jumping into the car on a Wednesday night, getting a hot chocolate and driving around listening to Christmas music. To find the current map or add your own address to the list, 
visit Tourism Moostra on Facebook, Instagram, call, or send them an email. A fire broke out at Thunder Creek Pork yesterday afternoon, and fire crews were battling the blaze until about 5.30 p.m. No injuries are being reported from staff or firefighters, and the cause of the fire is still under investigation. Fire Chief Rod Montgomery on where the fire originated. It was in one of the processing rooms, and then got up in the roof line real quick and uh, burnt through the roof, and really good job, and crews were there quick and really contained it to that area. It's always difficult when it's in the roof, uh, just getting to the fires or the smaller areas. It's not clear yet how day-to-day operations will be impacted at the processing plant. The Moose Jaw Police Service is investigating a shooting that took place at a house in northeast Moose Jaw Saturday morning. Police and EMS responded to an anonymous call around 8.30 a.m. of an injured man needing urgent care from a possible gunshot wound. The man was taken to hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. The Moose Jaw Police Service is continuing to investigate. Two people were arrested at the house for unrelated warrants and a breach of court orders. City Councilor Don Looning was unsuccessful in a motion last night to have all legal city agreements reviewed by outside lawyers. Moostra has been without a city solicitor since the retirement of Myron Golka Tiechko in July. Mayor Clive Tolley said it would be costly to send every standard agreement to outside lawyers for review. And this motion is an all-every-document type of motion. I would like to see us use the city manager's discretion and look at which things he feels put this council in some jeopardy and make sure that those are vetted uh, by, by legal counsel and which ones are standardized contracts that can go through without that additional work. Looning's motion was defeated 4-3. to three. And now, the Golden West Radio Money Scope for Aaron Rustin of Purposed Financial bringing understanding and financial success to clients for over 35 years. The TSX is up 319 points. The Dow Jones is up 533 points. The NASDAQ is up 427 points. And the Canadian dollar is up at 78.99 cents U.S. And do you have a story to share? Click Submit News on discovermoosejaw.com. COVID-19 infections in Ontario could soar to 3,000 a day by the middle of next month. And that's not even accounting for the new Omicron variant. The COVID-19 science advisory table is also forecasting close to 400 patients in intensive care. That's if everyone maintains their current routines. Assembly of First Nations National Chief Roseanne Archibald says this month's Indigenous delegation to the Vatican has been postponed because of the Omicron variant of COVID-19. The delegation planned to travel to Rome the week of December 18th to meet with Pope Francis. The U.S. has confirmed it won't be sending any diplomatic officials to the Winter Olympics in Beijing, and NDP leader Jagmeet Singh thinks Canada should follow suit. The White House is trying to send a strong message about China's record on human rights, particularly in treatment of Uyghurs, without denying its athletes the chance to compete. Singh says Canada can still send a clear message about its concerns with Chinese policies without punishing athletes. Police near Berlin, Germany, think a 40-year-old man killed his 10-, 8-, and 4-year-old children and his wife, then killed himself, because he had obtained a forged COVID-19 vaccination certificate for his wife. 
The bodies were found with gunshot wounds at their home on Saturday. The man left a note saying his wife's employer found out the certificate was fake and that the couple was afraid they might be arrested and their children taken away. I'm Pam Fedick. Now, discover Moose Jaw Sports. One more day of preparation, and then the Moose Jaw Warriors will play three games in four nights starting tomorrow as the Brandon Wheat Kings visit Mosaic Place. The Warriors one game uh, below 500, 11 wins, 12 losses, 1-1 one and one on the season, so 11-12, 1-1. And just one point up on the Wheat Kings for fifth in the Western Hockey League's Eastern Conference. The Wheaties, by the way, are in action tonight on home ice. They take on the Medicine Hat Tigers. By the way, the Warriors' teddy bear and toque toss night is coming up Saturday when they host the Swift Current Broncos. The U18 AAA Warriors are on the road tonight, taking on the Legionnaires in Swift Current. Ten games on the NHL schedule tonight, including Winnipeg Jets hosting Carolina, Calgary at San Jose, and Edmonton hosting Minnesota. The Oilers have lost two in a row and now sit three points behind the first-place Flames in the Pacific Division. And the Toronto Raptors have tonight off. They'll play host to the Oklahoma City, what's their team's name? Oklahoma City Thunder, I think, tomorrow night. (laughs) Remember, we'd like your scores and local sports stories. Send them to us. Sports at discovermoosejaw.com. Now, your Discover Moose Jaw weather. Increasing cloud this afternoon with a high up to minus 8. Partly cloudy tonight, the low minus 16. Tomorrow, mix of sun and cloud. Flurries late in the morning. Risk of freezing rain tomorrow morning as well. Wind out of the southwest at 30. Tomorrow's high up to plus 3. Thursday, sunny, high minus 6. Friday, sunny, high minus 7. Saturday, sunny with a high of minus 1. Yesterday's high in Moose Jaw, minus 14. Normal high at this time of year, minus 5. Normal low, minus 15. Record high for today, 12 degrees in 1987. Record low, minus 33 back in 1972. Sun came up at 848, and the sun goes down at 459. This hour, Moose Jaw, mostly sunny, minus 11. Regina, minus 17. Assiniboia, Gravelberg, minus 15. Rockland, Coronet, minus 15. Swift Current, minus 10. Elbow, minus 11. Davidson, Watrous, minus 16. Once again, Assiniboia, minus 15. Regina, minus 17. And with the wind barely moving out of the south, southwest at 4. And the relative humidity at 67%. It's minus 11 in Moose Jaw. Road Report, Paul Martin commentary coming up. Heartland at noon, CHAB. Rotate your canola's traits, not your seed company. CS4000 LL from Cantera Seeds is a high-yielding Liberty Link canola hybrid featuring club root and black leg resistance with excellent straight-cut performance. CS4000 LL joins Cantera Seeds' full lineup of herbicide-tolerant and disease-resistant canola hybrids to give you the options you want with the performance you need. One seed company for your full rotation. Visit Cantera.com to order CS4000 LL from your preferred retailer today. Urban Cellars has a large selection of wines from around the world and local selections from right here in Canada. Right now, get $3 off all of their exclusive wines, only at Urban Cellars, located on South Hill and happily serving all of Moose Jaw. 
This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. The Road Report from My Addictions Clothing Boutique Town and Country Mall. Full store of winter fashions for sizes small to 2XL at My Addictions Clothing Boutique in the Town and Country Mall. Saskatchewan Highway's improving over the course of the past couple of days, although they got more snow uh, in the south country and southwest Saskatchewan than we did on the weekend, so there's still some loose and swirling snow, icy patches and slippery sections on several stretches of highway, including uh, 43, 13, and 18 all on the southwest. Uh, Moose Jaw to Swift Current, also uh, icy patches, slippery sections. Gas, 138.9 at most local filling stations, although I see one at 136.9. And just a reminder, the Waccamaw Valley Winter Wonderland of Lights is on nightly. Ten bucks a carload to take a beautiful twinkle tour in our beautiful Waccamaw Valley. If you have trouble in traffic anytime, would like to report an accident or uh, poor road conditions, we'd love to hear from you. We can alert other motorists right here on the radio. You can call or text the Moose Jaw RV and Marine uh, Contest or text line, same number, 6938000. Now today's Paul Martin commentary. There was further evidence of the grip Saskaboom 2.0 has on the economy contained in the mid-year report from the province. Tax revenues were up sharply, well ahead of budget estimates only six months ago. That's a signal that income levels are increasing. Similarly, resource royalties were far stronger. The report showed tax revenue more than $600 million ahead of forecast, while resource royalties were $669 million ahead of estimate. It usually takes 10 to 15 months for new trends to show up in government accounts, so this boom is well established. Rising income levels reflect an economy in ascension. And with our reliance on commodity production, it's clear that we are in the upward side of that cycle. The strength was so significant the government would have been close to balancing the books if it not been for the drought this summer, as it saw an expenditure increase of $2.4 billion for drought relief. But even with that, the deficit is now projected to be nearly $100 million smaller than budgeted. I'm Paul Martin. Moose Jaw, notoriously entertaining. Trade boring for bowling at South Hill Bowling Center. Party on with Rock and Glow Bowling all weekend. Book your Christmas parties now before the prime spots are filled. Fully licensed with automatic scoring. For reservations, call 693-0955. John's Music. Give the gift of music this Christmas. All types of instruments, lessons, even sound equipment for holiday gatherings. Christmas sounds great at John's Music in downtown Moose Jaw, 37 Main Street North. Fala la la love, John's Music. Power days are back at Nutter's today and tomorrow. Get 20% off vitamins and supplements and 15% off everything else. Some exceptions may apply. Power days today and tomorrow. Nutter's Everyday Naturals. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Just a reminder, walk-in and pop-up clinics are on across the province to get the vaccine. Uh, these walk-in and pop-ups uh, don't require an appointment. Uh, the list is updated just about every day to reflect the new additions. Assiniboia, you've got uh, 
clinics on today uh, through Friday till 345 each day, 10 till 345. Moose Jaw, we've got a walk-in pop-up clinic on Thursday at the Old Ross School from 10 till 5. There you can get Pfizer for 12 plus, Moderna, Pfizer for ages 5 to 11, and influenza vaccines all available. There are also a number of um, appointment-only clinics up and running across the province as well. And uh, you can get that information from the Saskatchewan Health Authority. And again, uh, the easiest way, I I find the links real easily uh, on the uh, Saskatchewan Health Authority Facebook page. Update as of yesterday, two more people have died due to COVID. 48 new cases confirmed, but 107 recoveries added to the numbers. Two deaths reported. On Monday, 48 new positive cases, 107 recoveries again. And uh, as of yesterday, a total of 130 people uh, are in hospital due to the virus. 100 of those people in patient care, 30 people in ICU. We have three new cases in South Central, but we are down to 30 active cases in the local zone. 634 active COVID-19 cases throughout the province. So again, those numbers continue to trend in the right direction. Have a listen to this. Your big city public safety workers experience an awful fire, to the car wreck, the shootings, to the rescues. The repetition of that just beats in your mind like a drum. I've been doing this for 40 years now, and the ones that were really horrible always stay. It's just not normal stuff. Mentally, physically, guys are burning out. Have you ever in your career attended the funeral of a firefighter who's committed suicide? Yes. He was suffering, and we knew the incident. We and the fire service have gone to funerals over the years many, many times that we knew the person had taken their own lives and it wasn't spoken about. Your body is breaking down. I think those dark voices take over. Their hard drive's full. If you listen to what the firefighters are saying, get us help. different person once I've written. It's wind therapy. It's hell. Bikers are bad. But stigma's still here. We need each other. We can survive with each other. You take us away from each other, you know, someone's not going to survive. When they see us coming up the street, some bad guys get out their way. And firefighters, nothing else. Motorcycle is my medicine. That's the uh, gripping trailer for the documentary called Florian's Nights, a film that will be shown on the big screen at the May Wilson Theater this coming Saturday night. And the producer, the director of this film, this documentary called Florian's Nights, which is coming to Moose Jaw in just a few days, is Panyanitsos, who uh, grew up in Regina, did some growing up in Moose Jaw, and based in Vancouver, and joining us on the Heartland at noon today. Thanks for doing this, Pan, and congratulations on what looks to be 
uh, a riveting documentary. Thanks a lot for, for having me, Rob. Um, it's very special to be bringing this film to Moose Jaw, so I'm happy to be here. Tell us a little bit about yourself uh, before we go uh, too much further. Um, grew up in Regina, spent a lot of time in Moose Jaw, lots of family connections here at home. Absolutely, man. I mean, I grew up uh, uh, going to Rodos uh, Pizza, going to Nick's Place, going to the Mad Greek. And so I have uh, a lot of family in Moose Jaw. My, my mother's side is from Moose Jaw. And so it's just so special, you know, all these years later, I've been in Vancouver for 10 years now working as a filmmaker. To be able to bring some of my work to uh, the May Wilson Theater is, uh, is really special for me. So it's an exciting time. How old are you now? I'm 29 years old. 29 years old and already producing and directing documentaries. Tell us, tell us about your interest in filmmaking. You know what? My, um, my mother is from Ustra, Sophie, and it's a, she's a theater actress and a director and, and works in the arts. And uh, I grew up in a very musical family as well. Uh, my uncle George Demas plays the accordion. I don't think you knew that, but, uh, there's, uh, you know, a long history of the arts in my family and that really inspired me from a young age. And, uh, and so I just, I made the leap when I was 18 years old to go to film school out in Vancouver and, uh, and just have never looked back. Um, I've been wanting to make movies since I was 14 years old and, uh, I'm very uh, honored to, to call that my career. Tell us about, uh, some of your previous works. I, my first feature-length documentary I did uh, called Freedom Besieged, which is on the, the Greek economic crisis. Uh, that was my first kind of big uh, big leap into the feature world. And uh, and this is Florian's Nights is now my second feature-length documentary. But I produced a television series and scripted works as well um, in, in Canada, the U.S., and China, and Greece. So I've been able to, to work around the world and... Uh, um, but, you know, Florian's Nights right now is, uh, I, I would probably call it the, the most important film of my career to date. So it's, it's, it's really exciting. And, and Mustra is going to be our, I believe, our 43rd city that the film is coming to. So it, it's been an incredible run. When was it released? We, we released the film. You know, it's an interesting thing. We released it uh, to coincide with the 20th anniversary of 9-11, this being a firefighter movie. Um, focused on the mental health of first responders. Um, we released it September 9th, and uh, so it's been doing this North American run uh, since then. And then, like I said, over 40 cities, especially dealing with COVID and all sorts of things, it's been, uh, we've been really blessed to, to still be able to, to bring this movie to theaters. Florian's Nights. Uh, it's a documentary. It's coming to uh, the May Wilson Theater. Uh, right here in Moose Jaw on uh, this Saturday, December the 11th, 7.30, showtime on the big screen at the May Wilson Theater. Tell us more. You know what? It's it's about, a you know, firefighters from the U.S. and Canada, they form a, a motorcycle club uh, to cope with the, the effects of, of post-traumatic stress. So you have these firefighters from storied departments, Fire Department of New York, Vancouver Fire Department, Toronto Fire Department, and the Detroit Fire Department, um, who are in these motorcycle clubs, uh, not only because riding a motorcycle uh, decreases stress on a daily basis, but also because of the, the brotherhood and sisterhood that, that they find within these peer support groups that are beneficial to them in the long run. So it's I did not know this existed before I started making this film. I would have never thought to put 
you know, firefighters in the bike world. And, and, but there's a massive culture. It's an international phenomenon, actually, that uh, riding, you know, as they say, the motorcycle is their medicine. And, uh, and that's what we've discovered here. Yeah, firefighters uh, across the globe and around North America, of course. Uh, you're telling their stories here. Not, not only do they respond to fires, uh, which is all they used to do in years gone by, but, but car accidents and drug overdoses. And, and uh, it, it takes a toll on their mental health. And that's what this is all about, hey? That, that's exactly it. You know, we, that was a great surprise to me, which was um, how diverse the, the job of a firefighter really is. I mean, I hadn't really thought about firefighters since 9-11 in, in any sort of, you know, real, real intimacy. And so um, to find out that some departments here in Vancouver, for example, can, can see over 20 overdoses in a shift. Um, we're dealing with an opioid crisis out here. Firefighters in Moose Jaw will have their own issues that go far beyond uh, just the, the structure fire um, that comes along once in a while. So I think it's great for the public to see what the modern identity of firefighting really is and, and the toll that can take. And then, of course, that there's that folks out there, first responders are trying to find ways to heal. That's the most important part of this. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's some issues in Moose Jaw. Certainly, our fire department is busy. But I, I know a couple of firefighters in Regina, uh, and uh, and some of their stations, it's just non-stop action. They're just going. They do twelve-hour shifts, and it's non-stop. And I'll bet you it's the same in Vancouver. You found that out, eh? Absolutely, it's it's the same everywhere. It's the same in Detroit. It's the same in Toronto. Um, you know. The call volume is what we talk about now and cumulative trauma. So how many calls do you see over a 30-year career? And how many of those calls do you never forget? And then what, what damage does that do to the, to the human psyche and to, you know, just somebody trying to cope with, with, with day-to-day activities? So that's, you know, for this movie is 100 years in the making. You know, firefighters haven't opened up to us about these things for a very long time. And, you know, this movie is kind of breaking the seal on 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 what's been kept hidden, I would say, for, for over a century. Florian's Nights, the film screening this coming Saturday night right here in Moose Jaw at the May Wilson Theatre. We'll have more with uh, filmmaker Pen Yanitsas when we come back. Heartland at noon, CHAB. Hey, this is Mike from Pastimes Photography and Gifts. For 22 years, we have been the perfect gift store for any special occasion. We offer a huge selection of delicious retro candy and chocolate mousse fudge, perfect for any sweet tooth. You also need to check out our selection of home decor, including many repurposed one-of-a-kind pieces of furniture, as well, don't forget our specialty while you wait, old-time photography. Through the good times and bad, thanks for 22 years from Pastimes Photography and Gifts. Gifts galore from ceiling to floor. You're listening to 800 CHAB, along with us at the Musha and District Chamber of Commerce. Hi, it's Rob Clark. It really makes a difference for our community. Be sure to shop and support local this Christmas. Live, love, local. You're a problem solver, a jack of all trades. You work a demanding job, and you've got a lot of things to juggle. Worrying about your health coverage shouldn't be one of them. With health insurance from Saskatchewan Blue Cross, you won't have to foot the bill for your health and wellness expenses, like that emergency visit to the dentist or the long overdue adjustment from the chiropractor. Personal health plans for contractors, freelancers, small business owners. Personal health plans for you. Visit sk.bluecross.ca. As you celebrate the holidays, Assiniboia Livestock Auction wishes you an abundance of peace, love, and joy. May this Christmas be the one that makes your dreams come true and creates memories you and your family will treasure forever. 
season's greetings from the management and staff at the Assiniboia Livestock Auction. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. Our guest today, uh, Pan Yanitsis, a producer, director of the documentary called Florian's Nights, which will be shown this Saturday night at the May Wilson Theater in Moose Jaw. It's about firefighters, their motorcycle club, the battle with PTSD and mental health in general, the stigma surrounding mental health, and much more. So obviously you, uh, you talk to firefighters about their experiences. Um, who else do you talk to in this documentary? You know what, what's really interesting is we, uh, 95% of the film, I, it was really important to me that the firefighters led um, this dialogue. So really it's all firefighters except for um, UCLA neuroscientist, Dr. Don Bond who came in and, and ran a study with us, what we were trying to do was to prove why riding a motorcycle makes uh, firefighters who deal with PTSD, why it makes them feel better. And we wanted to, to do some scientific analysis for that. So we, we did bring in some neuroscientists from UCLA, but the, the, the dominant voice in this film um, are, are the firefighters. Uh, and uh, this is their moment. And, and that's why we did it uh, that way. Obviously, as a, a filmmaker, a producer, a director, you want to uh, make a gripping film. Uh, you, you want uh, it to be compelling. But um, your goal, uh, Penn, um, to, to assist these firefighters to get the word out, to be a part of the solution? Absolutely. I think something that's been really interesting since the movie has come out, uh, not only have we had first responders from across the continent uh, reach out to us with their own stories, so it's opened the floodgates of, of so many folks who want to speak up. But secondly, what it's really done, and a few firefighters have said this to me directly in the theater, they said, that movie says what I've been trying to say to my family for 30 years, right? So it creates a communication, a bridge of communication between firefighters and their communities and their families and their friends. They didn't know how to say it, Tim. Now this movie does it for them as it pertains to what the job really is. And so that to me is, is, I think, the greatest honor is that we were able to, to build that bridge of communication that, that has never been there. So that's, that's what I'm really excited about when it comes to what this film is doing. Filmmaker Panyan Itzos, the producer and director of Florian's Nights, uh, our guest on the Heartland at Noon today. This film, Florian's Nights, uh, will be at the May Wilson Theatre uh, this, uh, this coming weekend, Saturday, December the 11th, on the big screen at 7.30. Everybody's more than welcome. And, and Pan, I'm, I'm going to guess uh, the folks who will find it most uh, interesting, most compelling, probably most moving, uh, firefighters, paramedics, police officers, healthcare professionals, they'll, uh, they'll be able to relate to this film. Absolutely. I, I think that definitely is our, our, um, our, our target audience. But the most interesting thing about this and what I've found, and of course, anybody who rides a motorcycle, I mean, this is, this is another subculture that this movie speaks to. I think a lot of people for many years have, you know, tried to describe, you know, why, why, why a motorcycle is more dangerous than a car. It's, you know, why do you, why do you ride so often? And I think a lot of people do it for their mental health. And this movie speaks to that as well. Um, it's anybody who's a mental health advocate who 
um, might struggle on a day-to-day basis with anything. It doesn't have to be post-traumatic stress uh, related to a, a first responder. Um, they're going to find value in, in what uh, these men and women of service are saying in the film. So I invite everybody to come out, and uh, I think it's going to be a wonderful night. Panya Nitsos, the filmmaker, the producer, the director, Florian's Night, Saturday night, May Wilson Theatre, showtime 7.30. Uh, everybody's welcome. You can get tickets in advance at moosejawculture.ca or at the Moose Child Cultural Centre. Anything else you'd like to add today? No, Rob. Uh, you know what? I think uh, it's an honour for me to, to, to speak to you and to bring this movie to the community of Moose Jaw. Um, and uh, I really hope that this film makes a difference and people walk away um, maybe just, you know, next time you see a firefighter in the street, you, you might think a little bit differently after after seeing this film. So I appreciate everybody's interest. Tickets, like I said, are available at moosejawculture.ca. They're just uh, $12 plus associated fees. Florian's Nights on the big screen, May Wilson Theater, Saturday night. We'll take a time out. We'll be back. Heartland at noon, CHAB. It's magic and memories. Magic and Wonders and wishes. And when it touches your heart, it feels like Christmas. The team at C&E Mechanical wishes you a warm and cozy holiday season. And to make sure it is, they're ready with 24-hour peace of mind service even during the holidays. Season's greetings from C&E Mechanical. Hi, it's Crystal from Prairie View Meadery. I love the holiday season. Gathering with friends and family, enjoying a warm drink by the fire while basking in the twinkling lights of the tree. From our family to yours, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. If we say there is no Christmas, that Christmas is dead, that commercialism has defeated all meaning and the season has become humbug, then perhaps we are as the innkeepers of old and say, there is no room here for the child of Christmas to be born. You must go somewhere else. I cannot help you. No matter how we might try to shut Christmas out, to criticize it, belittle it, or accuse it, it will be born year after year, even if we try to banish it in the stable of our hearts and our opinions will have little merit. We cannot destroy it or vanquish it as long as just one person reaches out with caring to another and one tear flows because of its meaning. God did not make Christmas what it is today. We did, and cannot now criticize our own folly and turn our backs because of it. Christmas is of the heart not the cash register, and it will be as merry and as wonderful and as meaningful as each one of us individually wishes it to be. I'm Gib Forster. Have a Merry Christmas. You're listening to 800 CHAB along with us at Spike Certified Dog and Cat Grooming. Hi, I'm Megan. We are expanding and now have three groomers on staff for your dog or cat's grooming needs. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Winter time, almost time for winter recreation. Did you know we have more outdoor rinks in Saskatchewan per capita than any other province? Did you know Saskatchewan has more NHL players per capita than any other province? I saw this on Twitter, so it has to be true. The plan at Moose Jaw Parks and Recreation is to get our outdoor rinks up and running later this month. Our Tegan Whitco has more. Scott Osmanchenko, Recreation Services Manager with the City of Moose Jaw, joining us on the phone. Okay, Scott, so above average temperatures for sure this year. Does the city anticipate any delays in flooding the outdoor rinks, or is it too early to say? 
Well, it's kind of er too early to say. Uh, looking at the forecast, it does look like winter is on the way, but we do have some plans to kind of uh, get the outdoor rinks ready as soon as Mother Nature cooperates. Now, assuming that does happen, what would be kind of your, your target date to have them operational? Yeah, so in normal years, we always look for getting the rinks ready before the Christmas season. So when the kids get out of school, they have some time. So that's kind of always our goal is to have them ready that week before the Christmas season. And we are still planning to, to meet the date with some cooperation from, uh, again, the weather. And with over a dozen outdoor rinks in the city, it's a lot of work, I imagine, to get them all ready. So what is your plan of attack once you say, okay, today is the day that we're going to go out and flood? How do you break it down by priority? Yeah, so we have kind of taken an approach to prioritize all of our outdoor rinks. So um, by far, you know, everyone's number one thought when they go outdoor skating is the oval. So that one is is on the list to get that one up and running, as well as we have uh, our priority one rinks is what we talk about. And those ones have uh, the the heated shack and are kind of the best condition. So we prioritize it based on that. Priority one, we focus on those. And then we work on priority two, which are, again, rinks. And then we have the priority three rinks, which are kind of the outdoor path. So we've kind of taken an approach to make sure that we at least have one of the priority one rinks kind of in everyone's neighborhood that are easy to get to and there are six of those. When it comes to the heated shacks and and the netting, is everything business as usual? Is that the plan this year? It is business as usual, but we do have to take into account that the shacks are an indoor facility. So the only kind of um, change would be to previous years is that you would need to wear your mask because it is an indoor space. Certainly. And, and I can't recall, what times do you guys normally turn off the lights at those rinks? Um, so we basically kind of run from 5 p.m. to 10 is kind of what the, uh, the guidelines are for the, on all the outdoor rinks. Awesome. So in the meantime and in between time, rinks obviously not ready yet. Uh, what about indoor ice times? I, as, I understand that some additional funding this year has allowed the city to offer more opportunities to families and individuals to lace up their skates. Yeah, that's right. So we have got some fantastic support from uh, Saskatchewan Lotteries and the Saskatchewan Parks and Recreation Association to offer some more indoor skating. So we have kind of made it a priority to offer skating at different times. So we do have some special morning times, some afternoon times, uh, a lot of weekend times, evening times. And then we have done the skating, uh, sticks and pucks, and then shinny too. So lots of opportunity and some of those are even free, and we're definitely happy to see that you'll look in our new recreation guide that we have free skating over the holiday season inside where the weather is always perfect. I'm glad you brought up the rec guide. Uh, I see you guys got it out early this year, hey? We did. We did. We wanted to make sure that we wanted to let everybody know that the opportunities to stay, as we call it, notoriously active, remain all year. Um, and you can start your, you know, that next year off on a great start, and as well as uh, you know, it looks like we'll be able to have Christmas with our families together. So, again, we have those opportunities to go swimming, skating, visit the R Centre, go on the turf, and we have all those schedules in the recreation guide as well. So, in addition to the the free skating programs, the indoor skating schedule, outdoor rinks, croca curl, that kind of stuff, uh, what indoor um, activities will we find on that rec guide? Indoor, you'll find, again, a, t- a tremendous amount of activities from all different ages, from uh, from our toddler turf at the Yara Center all the way to some of our number one pickleball programs for all ages. Uh, and then it talks about... Um, 
everyone's favorite topic in January, New Year's resolutions and all the fitness classes that they can take throughout. So fitness either at our community association programs uh, at the R Center, water workouts at the Kinsman Sportsplex, or again, just the opportunity to go outside and, and be active too. So uh, you'll find all that. And then the other thing too, you'll find all the details about our recreation pass, which is our one encompassing uh, membership that includes swimming, skating, uh, and fitness classes. And those who want to check out the uh, Rec Guide I see can also dip their toes into the arts and culture sector of our city as well, right? Absolutely, yeah. Again, we have all of our wonderful partners at the Musha Public Library, the Musha Art Museum, you know, things that go on a mosaic place, uh, and Waccamaw Valley. That is an absolutely gem in the wintertime to explore. Absolutely. And Scott, you guys have been keeping busy. There are a lot of added activities, which is a fantastic thing to have in our community. Uh, but where do people go to, to figure out all this information? Maybe they got family in town. They want to see exactly what's available, available on that particular day. How can they yeah. find all that information? Kind of to the best way is if you want to go to uh, musha.ca, uh, look at the website. There's one way to look at. You'll see our book recreation activities, which is at the top of the page. That'll take you on to our our kind of online guide, which is sortable by activities. If you want to look at the actual recreation guide too, uh, musha.ca, it'll say rec guide. You can find it. And if you want to print it, uh, we will have these lo- these all well locations at the Kinsman Sportsplex, the R Center here at City Hall. If you want a physical copy and again the one thing that you can do would be amazing is to download the city of musha app and it has all the recreation information right at your fingertips by just using the recreation registration link and i imagine some of these programs that you're offering you need to register in advance for correct there are yes some of the popular programs um you know, two humongous programs that we have is that water workout and pickleball always seem to fill out. So if you're looking at registering for those classes and a lot of the fitness classes to um, fill up ahead of time. So registration is live right now. Uh, and again, if you can't, you're not comfortable with using online, you can always just come visit us. Come visit the Kinsman Sportsplex, come visit the R Center, and we'd be happy to help you in person. Okay, these questions have been far too easy for you, Scott, so I'm going to put you on the spot here. Um, sure. Looking at the rec guide, what is that one uh, unusual, maybe, activity that you're offering that really jumps out off the page that, that's really interesting to you? I still want to say as Croker Curl. So for those people who haven't tried Croker Curl, that's one of my favorite activities that's so much fun and it's so easy to play as a family uh, again we moved it to the Kinsman Sportsplex uh, it's very easy to get to but it's just one of those kind of neat games where they've melded like I said crokinole and curling into one uh, we have super light rocks and it's just it's great to be outside in that environment and, and enjoy croaker curl so I would say number one if you want to try something different this Christmas once the weather cooperates and we have that ready to go book your croaker curl time Oh, that does sound like fun. And light, light rocks is good for people who are accident prone like myself. It is, yeah. They are not hard granite rocks. They are basically called light rocks. Very easy to move around. And the best part is, you know, you're at the Kinsman Sportsplex. If you get cold, you go inside, grab a hot chocolate, and just enjoy your family and friends and uh, learn the game of Croco Curl. Sensational. Okay, Scott, anything else you want to add today? Um, you know what, I just want to say one thing that um, we have a program called, uh, you'll see in the rec, right, it's called the Sports Equipment Vault. And so if anybody has any used or just outgrown uh, sports equipment in their closet or in their garage that they maybe don't have a use to that they want to recycle for those who might need new skates or new sports um, equipment, just 
they can grab those. Um, we have donation boxes at the Kinson Sportsplex or the Playmore Palace, and that program has been immediately successful for all of our new Canadians, for those who might not be able to afford a pair of skates. But if you have something in your closet, in your garage, that you want to donate to a great cause, Sports Equipment Vault, we'd be happy to accept it. Our thanks to Scott Osmachenko from Moose Jaw Parks and Rec for that update. Embrace winter, they say. Now, what about ice safety? I see a number of folks are venturing out on foot out at Buffalo Pound to do some ice fishing. Too early? Well, depends if you know what you're doing. Ice safety on the Heartland at noon next on CHAB. Get big yields and big rewards with CS2300 from Canterra Seeds, a Roundup-ready canola hybrid that has set the standard for yield and standability. Now, get a $50 per bag instant reward on all purchases of CS2300 with no bundling or minimum purchase requirements. Just simple, straight-up savings. Reap the rewards of this yield powerhouse. Visit Canterra.com to order CS2300 from your preferred retailer today. Always read and follow grain marketing and stewardship requirements and pesticide label directions. Power days are back at Nutter's today and tomorrow. Get 20% off vitamins and supplements and 15% off everything else. Some exceptions may apply. Power days today and tomorrow. Nutter's every day. Naturals. The Moose Jaw Co-op Liquor Store knows that you enjoy nights of cards, games, and laughter. You gather with neighbors, family, and friends for eggnog lattes, cold beer, or a glass of Pinot Noir. The Moose Jaw Co-op Liquor Store is for the host, for the guest, for you. Stocked for the holiday season with competitive pricing, specials, and giveaways. Plus, every Moose Jaw Co-op Liquor Store purchase earns you equity and cash back membership benefits. Become a Moose Jaw Co-op member today. Be part of something bigger. Discover Moostraw weather for Prairie Heart Mobility. Make life easier with quality mobility products. Discover your options at prairieheartmobility.com. Partly cloudy this afternoon with a high of minus 8, feeling like minus 13. Partial cloudiness will continue tonight with a low of minus 16, but it will feel like minus 22. Partly cloudy with the risk of freezing rain turning to snow late in the morning and early afternoon. A high of plus 3 will feel like minus 20 in the morning. Thursday will be sunshine and a high of minus 6. Friday, sunshine, a high of minus 7. It looks like the weekend will stay nice with sunshine on Saturday and a high of minus 1. There's a walk-in COVID-19 vaccine clinic at the Old Ross School tomorrow from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. The clinic is offering the regular and pediatric Pfizer vaccines, Moderna, and the influenza shot. Vaccines will be given out on a first-come, first-served basis, and no appointments are necessary. For all your news and weather anytime, click on discovermooshaw.com or the Mooshaw Live app. I'm Sean Slatt. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. So we got an update on the outdoor rinks and the plan to have uh, at least some of them up and running for the holiday season. What about the ice on our natural waterways in and around Moose Jaw? Is it thick enough to be on yet? Well, short answer, no, not on the Moose Jaw River for sure. But there are some spots out of Buffalo Pound where ice fishers are venturing out on foot and finding ice six and seven inches thick. Uh, The key to taking that risk is to know where you're going and uh, best to consult with people who know what they're doing. And you can find some of those people uh, on the Buffalo Pound Fishing Facebook page. Our Haley Shirky following up on this with Kathy Bassett, the public education officer with the Moose Jaw Fire Department. Right now, I mean, no ice is without some risk. Um, 
you got to make sure that, that there's enough thickness on the ice before you even venture on it. Uh, even, even in that case, sometimes it depends on the body of water, uh, the movement of the water flow underneath and all kinds of factors um, for, for ice. You still have to be careful no matter what, no matter how thick it is because it could be thinner in some spots. So uh, just really take precaution anytime you go on the ice. Um, ice color is really important. I don't know if people know that. Uh, clear blue ice is the strongest. So if it's clear and it's blue, that means that it is, it's fairly thick and it's strong. Uh, white opaque or snow ice is half as strong as blue ice. So opaque ice is formed by wet snow freezing on the ice. So it's not quite as strong. And gray ice is unsafe. The grayness indicates that the presence of water. So definitely stay off it if it's gray. Okay, yeah, for sure. You kind of answered my next question. I was going to ask, how do you know when ice is safe to walk on slash drive on? Um, are there any other tips you can give? Sure. Um, well, I mean, this is basically a basic guideline. I mean, the thicker, the better the ice is uh, for you to go on. But uh, just for walking on the ice, at least it has to be four inches or 10 centimeters um, to ride your snowmobile uh, on it, it, I say double that, go to 20 centimeters and eight inches. Uh, I think that's a better case scenario. Um, for a light vehicle, uh, possibly 20 to 30 centimeters or eight to 12 inches. And for a heavy duty vehicle, at least, at least 12 inches and above, um, just to make sure before you drive on. If you're going to uh, be on the ice by yourself, um, you got to make sure that that uh, you're very careful with this. Uh, I mean, ice is weak in in a lot of areas, so uh, you know, try to relax if you fall through and and catch your breath. Uh, turn yourself towards shore so you are are looking at where you're entered on onto the ice. Um, the ice is more stable close to the shore, so um, when you're in the hole and you've gone through, don't be thrashing around. Just try to kick your legs out back towards so you can get, so that you're, you can just crawl onto the ice with your legs out straight and then just crawl onto the ice and they flat and crawl your way through there. Keep your eye on the shore. Make sure that you head straight for it. Um, that's if you're by yourself. I, I don't like people going on the ice by themselves. You should always have a buddy. Yeah, I was definitely going to ask, is it um, important to kind of bring someone with you when you are doing these snowmobiling activities or ice fishing, just because I think it's probably better if something does happen to have another person there, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, um, just like most things, you should have a buddy with you when you're when you're out doing sports or anything, because... You know, anything can happen, and uh, like I say, ice is so unpredictable depending on the body of water. I mean, we've experienced uh, temperature, um, crazy temperatures lately, up, down, up, down. And, you know, our ten- our winters tend to do that, uh, where we have like maybe a 40 below week, and then the next week it might be above zero. So when you have fluctuations like that, that, that can cause problems, especially early in the year and late in the year, in the spring. So um, always take a buddy with you just to make sure, uh, you know, have things handy. Uh, if, if you do go through the ice and you have a PFD handy, 
then put it on. Have a poll so that you can reach that person. Um, or if that's not the case, then you could maybe use a branch or anything like that. But importantly, that buddy can call 911 and get help to you as soon as possible. So um, our guys are out there training for ice rescue um, every year just to refresher and, and make sure that uh, they get it down pat. I mean, it's it's not an easy thing to pull somebody out of the ice. No, I'm sure it's not, especially someone's probably panicking if they fall through, so that wouldn't make it easier either. Um, exactly. Yeah, so what what kind of training do the firefighters go through when it comes to ice safety? Well, they've all gone through uh, ice rescue courses, and uh, so now basically what they do is just a refresher course. So we have the equipment. Uh, everybody familiarizes themselves with the equipment again and uh, goes through the process. Uh, the other day we were out training, and it was a perfect day for training. Uh, of course, the ice isn't very thick yet, so it was a good chance for them to go out there and uh, do their stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And so do you have any tips for if maybe you're in a vehicle and the ice is starting to collapse, what what can you do to save yourself then? Anytime you go onto the ice, you should always uh, have your window open uh, so that you have that access of going out. So as you're driving out on the ice with your vehicle, make sure that you have your windows open, uh, your seatbelts off because you don't want to have your seatbelts on. Uh, because that's one more barrier for you to try to figure out and try to get off if you're trying to get out. So those are good tips. A lot of people uh, have those devices where they can, on their keyrings, that that can actually break one of your windows very easily uh, if you don't think of of keeping your window uh, open. Uh, Those kind of things just kind of um, make it quicker for you to escape. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Kathy. Well, that was kind of all of the questions that I had. Um, is there anything else on this topic that you'd like to add that maybe I missed? Um, make sure that you know the thickness of your ice. Um, measure. Um, make sure that you uh, stay off if it's three inches or less, uh, which it is right now. So uh, I'm hoping people will take note and not go out on the ice and just to check it out. <laughs> uh, that's about it. Stay safe. Yeah, stay safe. Public Education Officer Moose Jaw Fire Department, Kathy Bassett, our thanks to her. Always uh, willing and able to join us with those safety tips. One more story to share with you when we come back on the Heartland at Noon. The benefits of recreation are endless. Get notoriously active. Moose Jaw Parks and Rec on the radar. Register online for all parks and recreation activities. Registration for January programs is already underway. Give the gift of recreation to your loved ones at Christmas. Gift cards are available. View the notoriously active upcoming winter edition rec guide online at the Kinsman Sportsplex or Yara Center. The holiday recreation schedule for swimming, skating, track, and turf is available at moosejaw.ca. Turf bookings are available. Book your Christmas party of teams at the Yara Center today. Register for indoor shinny leagues at moosejaw.ca supervise an outdoor rink this winter email your resume to recreation at moosejaw.ca it is illegal to transport or store elm wood as it can spread dutch elm disease to obtain a free elm disposal permit call 694-4439 to learn more about moose jaw parks and recreation visit moosejaw.ca starting a business can be a little overwhelming you may be asking yourself How will my customers find me? 
How will they feel about my products? Will they want to buy from me? Will they tell their friends about me? Understanding your customer's journey is the key to driving your business forward. Homefield can help. Let us build you an online presence you can be proud of. See how Homefield can work for you at myhomefield.ca. 800 CHAB, connecting the community. Hi, everyone. I'm Ashley Armstrong, founder and organizer for Christmas Spirit for Seniors. Christmas Spirit for Seniors is an anonymous nonprofit program that allows members of the community of Moose Jaw to make senior citizens' Christmases a little brighter during the holiday season. In addition to our regular program this year, Alex and Kelly from Cask 82 are offering a gift wrapping night on December 16th. Bring your unwrapped gift, the tag, and they'll supply the wrapping paper and the complimentary glass of wine. You can then leave the gift, and I will take them to the Harris Ball for the next day. It means so much to me that the community supports this so strongly and wishing you all a very special Christmas this holiday season. Connecting the community. Brought to you by Moose Jaw Truck Shop, your number one diesel truck repair experts. Visit Moose Jaw Truck Shop on Facebook for more information. Beachcomber Hot Tubs, 270 Caribou Street West in Moose Jaw. And Community Service Radio, 800 CHAB. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. Hey, you got your Grey Cup pool tickets yet? I uh, just happened to run into a couple of the good folks from the Legion a few days ago at the Town & Country Mall, and they had those pool tickets. So I bought uh, five tickets for, I think, ten bucks. None of the scores are any good. Well, one's not bad, but... (laughs) I did win uh, on one of those pool tickets a few years ago. It was so exciting. Uh, anyway, uh, I love the CFL, even if the Rough Riders aren't playing. I'd much prefer having Saskatchewan in the game on Sunday in Hamilton. But it's the Hamilton Tiger Cats and Winnipeg Blue Bombers in the Grey Cup this Sunday in Hamilton. It'll be fun to watch. I'm taking I'm taking the Tiger Cats in an upset. They're playing well, and they've got the weapons. Well, Winnipeg does too, but I'm taking the Tiger Cats 31-29. That's, that's my pick for this coming Sunday. Checking the forecast too, by the way. It looks pretty good for this coming Sunday uh, for uh, December the 12th. A mix of sun and cloud with a high of plus four for Hamilton. So that'll make uh, playing conditions pretty good. Although they are expecting uh, some rain on Saturday, so it might be a little slick. And speaking of which, uh, a guy I follow on Twitter, um, Sasky guy, he and his buddies went to Winnipeg for a, a sports weekend last weekend. Caught a hockey game and then went to the, the Ryder game uh, uh, against uh, Winnipeg. And on Twitter, he says, yeah, the Bombers won, but that stadium is a joke. Number one, we walked right in without tickets. Number two, it took a full quarter to get two beers. Number three, taxis are limited. And number four, Winnipeg is a dump. (laughs) Oh, that's good. We'll take a time out to be back with my daily commentary next. Real heartwarming day yesterday as we uh, met with the Salvation Army and the folks at Canadian Tire to wrap up toy days. I'll share the story with you on the commentary next. Heartland at noon, CHAB. Attention cattle producers, this Friday, December 10th, is an all-class sale at Nancota Stockman's Cow Sale at 10 a.m. Watch on dvauction.com. Check our Facebook page for all updates. Go to our webpage for schedules and averages. Red heifers last week averaged $1,775. That's this Friday at 10 a.m. A all-class sale with bred cattle. 
please call 306-478-2229 if you have cattle to market. Tonight's Lotto Max jackpot is $55 million, plus an estimated four max millions. $55 million, plus four max millions. Dream to the max with Lotto Max. Localjobshop.ca. Right now, the perfect employee for your business could be looking for the right job opportunity at localjobshop.ca. Make sure they find you. Post your job listings today. It's local. It's free. Localjobshop.ca. Hi, I'm Greg Marsnick. On behalf of Matthew, Sheila, our staff, and myself of Heritage Insurance, we would like to wish you and yours a very safe and joyful holiday season. We also wish to say thanks for your past and future patronage. Time for some credit where credit is due. And today, it's all for you. If you chipped in and helped us out at Toy Days at Canadian Tire. Every holiday season, for three days, we ask you to donate a new unwrapped toy for local underprivileged children, boys and girls of all ages. The good people at Canadian Tire set up a bin for us just inside the front doors. By the time we wrapped it up at closing time on Saturday, we had three bins overflowing with toys, games, and sporting equipment. Locals donated stuffed toys, tractors, toboggans, footballs and basketballs, and family games like Yahtzee and Monopoly. The Salvation Army will add all your gifts to their toy store, set up at the Salvation Army Church. Local families in need will be invited to bring their kids to the store to do a little shopping for free. The spirit of Christmas is alive here in our community, and I do believe this is, in fact, the most wonderful time of the year. I'm Rob Kearney. 